only think about the good times. You only think about how great she was, how hot the sex was, you guys laughing when you went out to dinner that one time and had that inside joke. Like you think about these specific memories that just make you really happy and then immediately you feel crushed because she's gone. She's not there. So what you're constantly telling your brain is like, oh, I have her. No, I don't. Oh, I have her. No, I don't. And your brain doesn't know what's actually going on. It thinks like she's really there because every time you replay memories, the brain thinks it's really happening. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men. And as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about three things to help you get over your ex. All right. I have a couple clients, a few clients actually going through this right now where they're struggling to overcome those maybe obsessive thoughts or craving for this person, even though they know it wasn't the right relationship. Maybe they're caught in this place of not knowing if maybe it still is the right relationship. And anyway, I know there's a lot of other guys um, out there, you guys who are listening, who are probably either went through this before, going through it now, or I will go through it again. So I want to give you three ways to help you out in when you're stuck in this place of obsessing over your ex. Um, before I do that, please head over to iTunes. You could just pause this, pause it really fast, <laughs> scroll to the bottom of iTunes, leave a rating and review, an honest rating and review, because I would love to know what's helping you in this podcast, what you look forward to when it comes to listening. And that would really help me out and get more eyes on the podcast. So thanks guys. I appreciate it. All right. Going into today's topic, I'm going to give you three ways or three things to, to focus on when it comes to getting over your ex. All right. Three changes you can make. Um, if I'm walking around and you hear squeaking, that is my floor. I like to walk around when I do episode recordings. All right. So number one is check your thoughts. All right. And this is the biggest one. Check your thoughts because what I always say and what is so true and powerful is your dominant thought patterns will rule your life, all right? Check your thoughts and ask yourself, how often am I thinking about this woman? More importantly, how often, and how often I said this to my client the other night, am I thinking about this woman in a place where I kind of put her up on a pedestal and I have hope? I have hope for our relationship and I think about her in this beautiful way and I only think about all of our great memories and then it just immediately brings me down to disappointment because I don't have her anymore. That's what we tend to do, right? Like when we miss someone, when you miss a woman, when you miss your ex who you've, maybe you still want back. You know, this only happens when you probably still want her back or you're unsure about wanting her back. You you pedestalize her. You put her up there. You only think about the good times. You only think about how great she was, how hot the sex was, you guys laughing when you went out to dinner that one time and had that inside joke. Like you think about these specific memories that just make you really happy. And then immediately you feel crushed because she's gone. She's not there. So what you're constantly telling your brain is like, oh, I have her. No, I don't. Oh, I have her. No, I don't. And your brain doesn't know what's actually going on. It thinks like she's really there. Because every time you replay memories, 
the brain thinks it's really happening. So you're actually breaking up with her multiple times a day every time you think like this. And that's why it's so detrimental to your emotional health and your mental well-being because you're putting yourself in this place of like burning desire and hope and fulfillment and happiness and then immediately saying, I lost her. Damn it, it's all my fault. Maybe even blame yourself. It's all my fault. I shouldn't have done this. I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I did this wrong. And you assume that you did everything wrong to lose this woman when it wasn't you, all right? And you have to stop putting all the blame on yourself because a relationship takes two, right? Like it's, it's either, you know, maybe you made a stupid move and that was it for her, but that doesn't mean the relationship ending was your fault. It doesn't mean you don't deserve her. It doesn't mean you're not a valuable guy, you know? So let's look at the actual truth of the situation, and just walk away with, all right, well, it didn't work. It didn't work out between us. And that's really the best way to look at it. Another way to look at it that is, that is powerful is to understand that like, when you have these thoughts that are, that are so beautiful and amazing and, and fun and sexy, actually bring it to reality in your mind and say, all right, like we did have these good times. We also had these times. And these times are the reason why I'm questioning this relationship. Or this is, these times are the reasons, like we had more of these times, obviously, for us to break up, right? Because if you had only the good stuff or mostly the good stuff, chances are you'd both be trying to work it out and you'd both be together. The dominant patterns in your behavior together were, were not good. And that's why you broke up. They either didn't feel not good from her point of view or your point of view. But you broke up because the dominant behavior and the dominant um, connection was a negative one in that relationship. That's why people break up. So it's funny how, you know, you break up with someone knowing that there was this dominant pull away due to negative communication or negative connection. And then when you think about them, you only think about the good stuff, (laughs) right? Like you broke up for a reason. There's a reason. Like I said, whether it was from her side or yours, there is a stronger reason why you should break up versus stay together. So bring yourself to that reality. When you think about pedestalizing or thinking of only the good stuff, I want you to bring, bring the truth to the surface too and say, all right, but why are we not together anymore? It's because of this, this, and this, and that. Oh, and this. Oh, and we really didn't click here. All right, we're just not meant, we're just not meant for each other. That's okay. I'm going to find someone who is meant for me. And you move on. And you talk to yourself like that instead of, oh, I lost her and like, it's all my fault. And I'm such an idiot for saying that thing that one time. And I'm such like, I'm so stupid. Why didn't I do this at that time? No, just drop all that. Drop it. It's not helping you. You know, what is helping you is reminding yourself of the truth and reminding yourself of the reality of this person. Because what do we do? We, we put people, we have this ideal of someone in our head and we just want to assume that they're everything we need and everything we want, right? We have this depiction of this is my perfect person and, oh, I met someone. She, she checks two boxes. Let me try to make her check all the boxes. And we just like expect this person to be our amazing person when really she didn't check your ideal boxes of what you actually need. She just had a few things going for her and then you tried to force her to fit into your perfect ideal person And when she ended up walking away from you, you're like, I thought she was it. I thought she was the perfect person. She's not who I thought she was. And you like, because you created this false image. That wasn't really the person. 
because you didn't stick to the truths, you know, and, and we all do this. Like as human, it's human instinct to do this. No one doesn't do this. <laughs> like, but it's just, it's just interesting to be observant of it and to understand, be aware of it and understand that we do it because we're trying to, you know, find this person so badly. So we kind of just create a false persona um, of this person so that they can be right for us. But especially during times of breakup, you have to be you have to be conscious of and remind yourself of the truth of, okay, why didn't it work out? All right, yeah, that definitely, that definitely wouldn't work. Maybe you look at the truth and you're like, we still might have a chance. If we both work on these things, we could still have a chance. We could still make it work. I'm going to work on this and then I'm going to reach out to her in a month and I'm going to see, I'm going to ask her this question, blah, blah, blah. So if there's any sense of hope, do it in that way. Okay. Anyway, so the main purpose of this whole point is change your thoughts. And I want you to think of transitioning your thoughts from, from, oh, like she was so amazing. She was so perfect to, all right, what was the truth? This is the truth. This is what was actually happening too. Maybe she was great, but this stuff was happening and making us feel more pain than pleasure in the relationship, which led to a breakup. That tells me we're not meant for each other. That tells me like, you know, I wish her the best. I wish her, wish her love, but I got to move on. I'm going to find someone who does fulfill this part that I need in a relationship, so on and so forth. All right. So see how that transition is like, it's no longer blaming. It's no longer the up and the fall. It's kind of like this smooth transition from like, all right, yeah, that's true. She was great, but here's the reality. Here's why we broke up makes sense. And now I'm going to find someone who blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot healthier and it's not, it's not so damaging tax or taxing on yourself. Okay. All right. Woo. Point number two, check your environment. All right. Environment is huge because we get into, um, we get into habits and routines of spending, how do I put this? Like spending time with a person um, and maybe, you know, maybe we carve out time in our environment to be with them. Maybe it's time. Maybe we, you know, surround ourselves. If we're, if we're like depressed after a breakup and you're, say you're depressed after a breakup and you're spending a lot of time alone because you were just talking to that person so much and you were going out with that person so much and it just makes you think about your ex. And then you're like, oh, without her, I'm lonely. Or losing her, you just stress the point of losing her because now you're more alone than you were, right? You're by yourself more because you're just simply not going out with her as much or talking with someone every day in an intimate way, right? So that can feel really lonely. That can feel like a total change in your life where it's kind of like a shock. And when you feel that way, what do you have to do? You have to get back to replacing, like it's, it's like replace, how can you replace the time that was spent with her, the time spent with her physically or spent talking with her and replace it with something that works for you or replace it with something that, that makes you happy too. You know, um, are there hobbies that maybe you put aside for a while because you were dating this person or with this person? Um, could you do more self-development, like maybe more journaling, maybe listen to more podcasts, maybe get to know yourself a little better, you know, take a course, 
um, read a book you've always wanted to read? Like, how can you insert new hobbies or new things, activities that help you grow in the gaps where this person used to be? Does that make sense? Hopefully, because I can't hear your answer. (laughs) I always ask that. Um, So you know what I mean, guys? It's like understanding, all right, like she was a big part of my life. She was taking up a lot of my time. She was maybe in my environment. What can I do to, to, uh, what do I want to do in my life now? Like get excited about it. Like what have I been wanting to do? And I haven't been doing a lot of it. Or maybe it's like socializing with more people. Maybe it's getting back out and like making more friends and prioritizing that. Uh, Maybe it's getting right back out there and dating again if you feel ready to do that. Probably aren't if you're like still obsessing over your ex, but but maybe you are, you know? Um, So check your environment, okay? So check your environment, check your thoughts, and the third one, shit, I forget the third one. (laughs) Damn it. All right, third one. Check your direction for moving forward. Um, so what this means, I guess check your future. I don't know. All right. Having a clear idea of if you're going to move forward and move on from this person or if you're going to give this person another shot. Um, because what a lot of guys do is they're like, I don't know, like maybe in the future. And then they kind of just hold on and they they stop dating and they kind of just build up hope in getting back with this person when maybe this person never said to begin with they would get back with them or maybe this person's also kind of wish-washy and saying, yeah, maybe we can get back together soon. But what does that mean? You know, I'm really big on specifics in communication because without it, we just all fucking screw up all the time. (laughs) We do that because we have different perspectives. Like if a girl, if your ex says to you, yeah, maybe we'll get back together soon. Maybe soon to you, means like in a month, maybe soon to her means a year. (laughs) Like, how do you know what soon means unless you ask and you get specific? You don't. And then what happens if a month goes by and she's not giving you any answers and she's not talking to you, you start resenting her and you feel pain again. And then maybe you start resenting women and you're like, shit, the last two women did this to me. Like women are so deceiving and this and that. See how that snowballs all because there is no specific communication? Um, This happens all the time. And because we have different perspectives, right? Like we never, no person ever has the same, says the same word and means the same exact thing. (laughs) Like, because we all bring it back to, we tie whatever we know in life back to past experiences or things that we can relate to in order to understand it. And we've all been through different experiences and we've all had different childhoods and understandings of life and ways of describing things due to our upbringing and our parents and our, the way we interpreted it. So it's just like, it's crazy. It is mind boggling how much our perspectives change simply, you know, by using the word happy, (laughs) it can mean something totally different to two different people. So that's why, especially words like soon and, um, you know, things like that when they're communicated, you have to ask specifically, what do you mean by soon? Um, but more so, you know, what I'm, what I'm getting at here is that you need to have direction so that you know what you're holding out for and what you're moving on from. 
All right. And if you can't give her a month, then communicate that and say, I can't like I, or maybe, you know, I can give, I can give three months to this, to seeing where this can go, but then I have to move on or, all right, how about we both agree to move on and date other people, but maybe in a year we check back in and like, I don't know. It's just like, it depends that you have to have clear communication there so that you both know what you're doing and so that you yourself know what you're doing. Because if you're just up in the air about what you're going to do next, there's no certainty. And with certainty comes confidence. So you're going to lose confidence with women in general. If you have this one woman who you're who you want to be with, but you don't know if she wants to be with you and you don't know when you're going to talk to her again and she things are up in the air, how do you think your dating life is going to go? Like you may meet someone you're really into and then you just kind of keep putting them on the back burner because you're waiting for this person. Meanwhile, that person is not waiting for you or even said they would because you didn't communicate. So have direction, know where you're going, know what you're cutting off and know what you're fighting for. All right. And those are my points. So I hope this helped you guys. Check your thoughts, check your environment, check the direction of your future when it comes to obsessing over your ex or really just, you know, feeling the sadness with your ex. I think the thoughts is the number one one, (laughs) number one one. So you really need to check like, where is my dominant thinking pattern? And am I replaying this breakup again and again and again? Don't do it, guys. You don't have to. You don't have to do the transition, do the flow and save your thoughts, save your energy, save your time, save your happiness or create more happiness by not doing this. (laughs) Okay. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Um, it definitely is hard. Look at, it, look at it as a challenge for yourself to get better and to grow and to push forward. All right, guys. So one more time, since I did a little tangent, check your thoughts, check your environment, and check the direction of your future. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.